Hello and welcome to Pro Construction Guide series of ProCasts. This episode will provide pros with trends and power tools and the results of some great tool tests. I'm John Gordon. And I'm Dave Dovel. Hey, thanks for joining us. Pro Construction Guide magazine regularly brings you a new ProCast built exclusively for you, the professional contractor. It's the only podcast for pros, hosted by pros and with successful contractors as guests. You can listen to any ProCast at ProConstructionGuide.com or iTunes. Right now, we'd like to thank GE Appliances for sponsoring this podcast. We also want to let you know that the Pro Construction Guide August-September issues in the Home Depot stores nationwide. You can pick up a free copy at the ProDesk. Hey, if you want to read the, uh, the issue now, you can become a subscriber to Pro Construction Guide newsletter. All subscribers get a free digital copy of the issue before the printed copy hits the stores. John, this issue is loaded with the great articles like the ones on tool safety and how to install insulation properly. It's a good one. Now, let's get on with the show, because in this episode, we're going to be talking about great news or great new tools for pros, and we're going to be talking to the man who has the absolute best job in the world, bar none. It's Clint Everett DeBoer, Editor-in-Chief of the Pro Tool Reviews, and Clint has been with us before. You'll recognize him as soon as he starts talking with us, but we want to welcome you back, Clint, to the Pro Construction Guide series of ProCasts. Um, you were with us, I think, in episode 32 and 43, talking about power uh, uh, tool cordless trends, um, but just for everybody else, give us a 30-second bio on Clint. Sure, sure. Well, I've been involved in online media and publishing in, in one form or another for the past 20 years, but I've also renovated several homes, so my, my passion for construction began back when I was a kid, and I've told the story before, but I think my dad and I rebuilt our split-level home with a corded drill, a circ saw, and a hammer. Yeah, and, baby. Um, it goes... Yeah, I mean, you know, it goes without saying that, you know, when I started working on houses uh, on my own and getting the right tools just became very important to me. So we we started Pro Tool Reviews back in, in 08 because, you know, while there are a lot of do-it-yourself and woodworking sites, not a lot of people were reviewing tools for the professional tradesmen or the contractors. So now we produce 200 hands-on reviews a year. We operate three different tool-focused websites, and we even run an annual Pro Tool Innovation Awards program that's actually wrapping up right now. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, Clint, give us kind of a thumbnail sketch. What are the key things that you're going to be talking about today? Sure, sure. I, there's a lot, so you might have to cut me off. But we, we did a 12-volt drill. <laughs> I know. It's kind of like our website. We'll do it. <laughs> but we, we did a 12-volt drill shootout. Uh, you know, Rigid and Ryobi have just uh, dumped a whole bunch of really interesting new tools on the market. Um, I'd love to talk a little bit about a company – Ego, who's moved into snowblowers and backpack blowers, and that's hmm. kind of interesting. Um, and then DeWalt, you know, released their new flex vault tools and technology. I don't know if you guys have talked about that yet. We have not. So it would be good to at least start that conversation. And then on your next episode, maybe we can dial in a little bit deeper. But um, sure. let's start out. Something's, it just This just sounds cool. This is why I think you have the best job in the world. So your first topic. <laughs> I mean, how do you beat this? The drill shootout. So who, you know, what tools were involved? I mean, I know it was a drill, but what manufacturers involved? Who's the winner? You know, so on. So, so you're just like our readers, right? Tell me who won. That's, what, that's, <laughs> that's Sorry. What everybody wants to know. <laughs> go to the last page. That's great. Well, it, the thing is, exactly, go right to the last page. Uh, several companies won, depending on what you're looking for. And okay. so what's cool is we use several different testing methodologies. We looked at torque. We looked at speed. Um, based on what the manufacturer stated. And then, you know, we tested all that using real-world applications. So, uh, you know, just jumping in, you know, to test speed, 
we had each 12-volt drill make 12 quarter-inch holes into four stack sheets of three-quarter-inch plywood. And each drill used the same uh, Milwaukee Impact Duty Titanium Red Helix bit. So you got that balanced out. Then we use high speed for all the models. So we, we would just time each test. We ran it three times to average the results. And so for speed, uh, Milwaukee's M12 field drill did it, you know, did that task in, in an average of 22 seconds. Makita was right behind at 26.3. Um, and you had some models that were nearly that fast from Hilti and Fine and then Bosch, DeWalt, Rigid, Hitachi, Craftsman, and Festool kind of had similar results at the third level. And we've got that on our website, and you kind of see pretty graphs and stuff that show you the difference. Um, but then, you know, we did torque testing. And so we took identical 12-inch spade bits, and we timed five rounds of how long it would just take to bore a hole through the same three inches of stack plywood. And then we average the results. Okay. And for that test, you, you saw M- Milwaukee and Makita and Rigid, uh, which were the top three in that order. And after that, we had a grouping that was like DeWall, Hilti, Fine, and Bosch. And then it was Hitachi, Festool, and then Craftsman. Um, we, uh, we tested speed using composite deck board fastening, uh, similar and, and the last performance test we did was runtime. Um, we basically just drilled two-inch number eight grip right drywall screws till the cows came home. And, uh, and you, you, can, you can just see tons and tons of boards with tons of screws in them. But for this test, we use the most compact battery available. And we do, we do the opposite with 18-volt tools, but we wanted to test the lightweight version of the tool rather than, you know, the maximum amount of work you can get out of it with the heaviest battery. Um, so for that, Makita, you know, edged out Milwaukee. Um, you know, of course, a week later, Red came out with their 3-amp-hour 12-volt pack. So who knows? They, they probably just took that back this week. Uh, and we'll follow that up with more testing. But then you had Bosch and Hilti, Fine, and Festool um, following that up. And from there, we hit Rigid, DeWalt, Hitachi. And these are just kind of the orders that the tools spell in. Um, and you want to hazard a guess at who was last mm. on that one? No, you tell me. <laughs> so, so Craftsman p- pulled up the end. And, and, and the thing with that Better that you say you that, you know. Down, Right, let us say it. Until you come down too hard on them, though, you got to realize they're hitting a price point, and so yeah. take that as you will. But you you can get that kit for fifty bucks, so you really can't be too hard on those guys. Um, but but uh, but when you put them up against the professional level tools, you do get some different results. So, All right. good deal. Hey, hey, Clint, um, you've got a lot of new tools to talk about. Uh, so why don't you tell us? I'll tell our listeners about some of the recent tools you tested. Yeah. So. There's um there's a bunch of new tools that came in from in particular from Ryobi and and Rigid that I thought were pretty neat, and and the reason I'm talking about those in specific is is they uh, they kind of all came out at once. Um, so Rigid's got a new 18 volt seven and a quarter inch cordless brushless dual bevel slider miting saw. Now say that ten times fast. Um, but it's but it's a, basically a cordless brushless ba- uh, brushless motor, but a cordless tool. It's a dual bevel miter, miter saw, so it goes both ways. It's 300 bucks, including a 5-amp-hour battery and a charger, and it uses the same blades you'd use in your circ saw. So, you know, blades are going to be cheap, easy, fast to come by. weighs 24 pounds, so it's very, very portable. It's got this LED cut line indicator similar to what the DeVault saw has, which I really, really like. Um, and you can get over, well over, in fact, 200 cross cuts of 2x4 on a single battery. Jeepers. You can take this thing on, yeah, you can take this thing on the job site and, you know, run this thing pretty much all day. Yeah. Um, that's pretty neat. So uh, Rigid also has a couple other things. They came out with a little 18-volt um, portable power source. It's got a little slider thing that goes on an 18-volt pack, and uh, it's got a little belt clip top where you can clip it to your belt if you need to, but it has a USB 2.1 amp out- output, so for charging your phones or your tablets. 
Um, but here's something cool. They, they Rigid also came out with a brushless trim router. I've never seen one before. Have you guys seen a, uh-uh. anything with a battery on it? No. no. Yeah, I, yeah, we hadn't. We're, this is new for us. So we're, we're testing this right now, and, uh, and it's got surprising balance and control, and it seems to run a good long time. I think, <laughs> I think trim carpenters are going to go crazy over a cordless router. Um, yeah. And uh, so just think of some other things. They upgraded their uh, grinder uh, to a brushless model, so we're excited to test that out. And uh, Ryobi kind of came out with their version of the uh, of the rigid stealth force. So now there's a quiet strike pulse driver, and so this is an impact driver. Uh, it's a ninety nine dollar tool, um, and it's uh, it's a little quieter than an impact uh, driver. So the you know the biggest complaint people have with impact drivers they're a brilliant tool. Everybody wants to use them, right? But they're loud. They're makes, yeah, they're, they um, raise the racket. Yeah, yeah. So by oil dampening these things, you're you're getting just a lot more. Um, you get a lot more uh, noise reduction out of them, and you're getting the same amount of work, which is pretty cool. Um, Ryobi came out with a garage door opener. Oh, that was interesting. Um, we actually installed a couple of these in our shop. One of them is pulling a 12 by 14 insulated clopay door up, which is pretty impressive. <laughs> so, and it's you have here um, that it's quiet too. I mean, that's kind of out of the blue, but I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it uses a. Um, so it's got a gearing mechanism, but it uses like a nylon with um, inside of that are, are steel cords. And so we actually like had a really hard time cutting it uh, to, to, to shorten it for what we needed for to get it right um, to, to do the install. But it's it's absolutely uh, almost dead silent when you run this thing. Wow. So about the only negative so far is the, the uh, remote control doesn't seem to be as, as long range as a traditional garage door opener. So we're hoping that'd be a cool version to upgrade. Um, other than that, I mean, there's just some new lighting products out from Ryobi that are kind of cool, but yeah, there's just a lot of neat stuff that just kind of hit this week or or this month anyway. And, uh, so we're kind of got those in on the bench and we're looking at them. I was, uh, I was in an event, uh, this week, um, with the Interline, uh, brands folks and they had a, a panel discussion, a couple of them actually, but one of them, um, I heard Mike Farah from, uh, Rigid from TTI. And he yeah. he said something. I don't know if he's going to get after me for for quoting him on this or not. But I I swear he said we're at the point now where we can get more out of the battery than we can out of the outlet. And and I'm not it, sure exactly what he meant, but I'm like I caught that. So maybe we can get him on here and and see what well, he's talking about. He he's right. And 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 I think what he might be referring to is the fact that these um these four amp hour and these three amp hour packs and now we're up to five six and nine right Mm -hmm. but these three and four amp hour packs are capable of pulling 20 amps of power i mean it's amazing what's happening inside these battery packs and now that they're getting bigger and they're they're getting more dense and the voltage on these individual cells that are in these packs are getting uh, higher and higher so they're capable of doing more work you actually you know you you're going to quicker if you pull over 20 volts for too long right but yeah. now these power tools are able to pull whatever they need to get the job done wow um yeah i mean dewalt's got a grinder out that we almost can't stall i mean we tried to stall it on a piece of quarter inch angle iron and it cut through it <laughs> so i mean tools are getting really good that's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, look, before we continue uh, uh this conversation with clint uh here's a message from our sponsor so you're almost done with your project And now it's time for the finishing touches. We're talking interior design, landscaping, appliances. The job's never done, is it? So why not let GE Appliances and the Home Depot shoulder some of that burden? Shop GE Appliances at the Home Depot 
and peace of mind comes standard. That's because they'll professionally deliver and install your appliances. Big or small, one refrigerator or a truckload, you and your clients are sure to be pleased with top-of-the-line GE appliances from The Home Depot. See The Home Depot Pro Desk for additional details. So, Clint, we're coming up on the fall. It's a perfect time to talk about backpack blowers and snow blowers, and, and we don't always think about that, but um, we've got landscape professionals uh, listening to us as we speak. So tell us about the models that you and your staff really like in, in that uh, genre. Cool, cool. It's, it's really funny coming from us, and, and if people don't realize kind of how we operate they, and they realize we're located in Florida, they go, what are you talking about snow blowers for? And, uh, <laughs> and the truth is our... When we get those in for review, we send them up north to our guys. But I think for pros out there, if you, if you need the ultimate runtime and power, you're still looking at a steel or a premium Echo Mile or whatever you're going to use for, for a backpack blower if we, we want to start there. However, there's some manufacturers like DeWalt and Ego that are coming out with cordless, that have come out with cordless backpack blowers. We've tested both. Um, I'm probably more impressed with the Ego in terms of comfort, uh, runtime, and power. It's, it's going to have a little more uh, volume uh, of air coming out, and, of course, that's how you get your work done. So if you take the Ego product, it's got a 56-volt uh, model. It's a backpack blower. It's about 300 bucks with a 5-amp-hour battery and charger, uh, which is equitable in price to what you can expect from a decent uh, backpack blower. But this is a battery-powered product. It's efficient. Uh, weighs much less than the gas model, and it's got a waist belt to offload the weight of the pack. Um, the DeWalt does not have that, uh, so there's a little advantage there. Um, 600 cubic feet per minute, and that's a lot of air volume. It's it's very commensurable to a, a gas-powered backpack blower from Echo or some others. There's definitely premium models that, that give you more than that, but still impressive. It's like they took a handheld blower and, and just, you know, tethered it. Um, and you get about 22 minutes of runtime in high. You'll get over 100 minutes in low. Huh. Um, but here's – so, you know, so you can get some work done, and that's with a 5-amp-hour battery. They make a 7.5 as well. Um, it's 64 dB SPL at your ear. I mean, it's very quiet. So compared to having a big gas motor on your back, if you can imagine, there's some advantages. And if you're a pro, there are some neighborhoods now – um, it's definitely a, an issue in Europe. It's becoming an issue in some municipalities here domestically where, you know, they really want they want to start outlawing gas tools. I mean, as much as they can, they don't want the noise. Um, if you're running tools in a cemetery, I mean, can you imagine that, um, you, you know, yeah. going from something that's gas down to something that's that's quiet and it's battery powered? That's a big deal for people who are mourning and, and just it's just an, a more appropriate tool, I think, for that type of environment. Um, snowblowers are kind of interesting. So there's a bunch of snowblowers on the market. Uh, there's, I don't think there's any problems with some gas-powered uh, products, but we were actually at a, at a uh, facility in China that manufactures snowblowers, and uh, it was uh, Chevron who makes Ego. And we actually got to test this thing out. We tested it out on um, uh, wet sawdust, which is a good simulator for snow. And I compared it against several other models. Uh, really, all in the market right now, you've got um, Sun Joe and you've got Greenworks. Those are kind of the only game in town. I think Ryobi had a 40-volt model, but it's discontinued. So Ego get, gets into this uh, market, and they get into it with a dual battery system on their 56-volt platform. And it's 600 bucks, which is good, about priced right where you, where you would want it um, with the batteries and the, and the charger. I don't know the runtime yet. We're going to have to find that out with our guys up north. But the thing is that snowblowers tend to bog down real easily. They're notoriously tough to push. And with this thing, I could test it on the simulated snow with one hand. 
Huh. I mean, just so push it away. Through salt, wet sawdust, which arguably is a pretty aggressive test for snow. It was very yeah. aggressive. Yeah, it was yeah. good. It was a good test how they did it, um, and it was just killing uh, some of the top selling competitors. I mean, we had several of them there to test against, and it was amazing. You really had to push these things uh, with two hands and get into it. And with this thing, it almost it felt like it was sell, you know just kind of moving itself through the snow. So that was impressive. And so when you you get stuff like that hitting the market, you at least want to take a look, and <clears throat> hopefully stores will run a demo or let you somehow try it out up north. Pretty crazy. It's good stuff. Things have changed. It's been a while since I yeah. used a snowblower, that's for sure. <laughs> I hope it's going to be a lot longer yeah. before I need Let's to use one. Keep it that way. <laughs> that's why I moved to Florida. Yeah, I hear you, man. Hey, hey, Clint, <laughs> what about uh, DeWalt has some new technology. Can you share that with our listeners? Yeah, so, you know, FlexBolt from DeWalt is uh, is a brand-new technology. It's, it's, um, it's incredibly innovative. Uh, you know, there's, it's hard to, for people to wrap their heads around it. Um, but what essentially this technology is doing is it's, uh, it's allowing a tool to operate in, uh, either in 20 volt or 60 volt mode. So the single battery pack, uh, can go, if you take a 60 volt flex volt or a flex volt battery pack rather, and you put it on an old, uh, 20 volt DeWalt tool, it'll operate at 20 volts because all those, uh, all those batteries will run. Uh, in parallel, and they're going to run at 20 volts. If you run it in 60-volt uh, mode, those cells are going to run in series, and they're going to power one of their new FlexVolt tools at 60 volts. So that technology is fascinating. What's what's also fascinating is the tools that are coming out. So they've come out with, uh, for example, a, uh, a cordless miter saw. They have a, a regular uh, miter saw, and they've got a, a sliding miter saw that will run at 120 volts. It uses two of these batteries which means it's got exactly the same power as you pull, or potentially anyway, that you pull out of the wall. And in fact, you can even get it with a, uh, with a converter so you can plug it in. So it'll run in dual mode. Um, but it is absolutely powerful, and there's no, there's no um, limitations. You're not absolutely, you know, you're not losing any power on this thing, and it's a cordless tool. They've got a table saw that runs on it now. As I mentioned, the grinder is just is absolutely insane. They've got a, a cordless uh, circular saw that was, that was a- absolutely unstoppable. Uh, we ran that through some pretty tough material, and so they they've really opened up this field to themselves to, uh, for themselves to make these new tools. And it's very impressive to see what they've come out with already, and it'll be fun to see kind of where they go with it. So that's FlexVolt in a nutshell. Wow, that's incredible. So look, you have packed a ton of information as you always do <laughs> into a handful of minutes. So just for the benefit of our listeners, I like to try to get stuff summarized. What what are the most important points? that you think our pros should take away from uh, from today's podcast? So I think what you want to take away is, uh, and, and this is kind of just more from reading the results. If you, if you go check out our 12-volt, uh, you know, uh, tool shootout on, on drill drivers, I want you to realize that you may not need 18-volt tools to get the work done that you're doing. So the takeaway I would say on that section is just go ahead and, and, and realize if you're just doing a lot of driving or you're doing smaller uh, diameter holes, you might be able to save a lot of weight, you know, that you're carrying around all day long and use these smaller tools to get a lot of work done. So when you get to see what these tools are capable of, it, it might get your mind thinking, you know what, I don't need to carry around that giant 18-volt drill everywhere I go. I can throw this uh, 12-volt in my toolbox and be, and be, or tool bag and get, get going. Um, I would say, you know, check out uh, next time you're, you're, you're at Home Depot or whatever, you know, check out some of these tools from Rigid and Ryobi and Ego. I mean, they're dumping tools onto the market, and some of them are very, very impressive. Uh, cordless miter saws are going to change the industry. I think for when somebody can just 
I'll throw a lightweight saw into the back of their truck and, and take it to the job site and not have to worry about anything. And they can go upstairs and go downstairs. They can hook it up that to a shop. Away, yeah. yeah, it's it's just going to change the way you work. Cordless trim routers, I mean, good night. That is just a fantastic tool to uh, to ex- experiment with. And then just uh, give another look for FlexVault. You know, see, you know, be, be aware that uh, DeWalt's pouring these new tools out. Also, just be aware that the a 20-volt uh, battery will not work on a FlexVault tool, but a FlexVault battery is flexible and will work, will work uh, yeah, on right. all of the DeWalt slide packs. Yeah, absolutely. All right, cool. All right, awesome information. Clint, thank you again for, for your time and for your expertise today. And if you'd like to get some more in-depth information about the tools and the tool reviews, you can check out Clint's website. It's Pro toolreviews.com that's pro tool reviews all one word.com all right time for us to go and in, dig into john and dave's spare parts box to see what information or insights uh, we want to flip your way and today i want to talk to you about i think it's a good idea david to flush money down the toilet what eh, that's it so no I, you and i have talked about this before I'm talking about the the uh, the Liquilock gel for uh, for trading out a toilet, right? Sure. So we've all heard the horror stories. You got a helper, you're taking out the toilet, and they said they've got all the water out of it, and then you pick it up and you drag it over the nice white carpet in the master bedroom, and something splashes off the plastic, and now you've got a disaster. So the Liquilock gel, it's like three bucks, and so and you drop it in, it absorbs the water, it's now solid. You can carry that toilet out. And you say, you are throwing money down the toilet, right? Well, yeah, or you could throw money down the toilet or you could throw money at carpet cleaning. It's mm-hmm. your call. So I think, now, no, you do the vacuum thing. You just suck it out, right? Because well, you're yeah. David uh, Doval and you just do everything better. Well, no, I just, I bought a little little vacuum cleaner that's, that's specifically for, it's just a little one-gallon vacuum cleaner and will suck the trap out and the tank and the reason is is i've been doing that for a long time because of water leaking out of a toilet or trying to dump the water out of a toilet into a tub or something it's it's impossible so yeah. uh well it's not impossible just it it, it's it very it, difficult hey well you create you can create a lot of danger and and damage and i've also dripped water down hardwood stairs and almost slipped before so yeah, if you get it out, but I I like that idea. It's simpler simpler to take that little pack up there with you than to have to carry another tool. So, there you go. All right, if you like what you heard today, please like us on iTunes and tell a friend about the Procast on iTunes and proconstruction.com. Hey, if you haven't gotten your copy of the latest Pro Construction Guide magazine, visit the Home Depot closest to you. They'll have copies at the Pro Desk or you can go to proconstructionguide.com. And you can read the dish digital issue right there. If you've got any feedback for us, give us a call at 866-647-2346. Leave a message. We really do want to hear your thoughts. Look, we'll see you on our next episode of Pro Construction Guide Magazine's ProCast Podcast. We hope you'll make us a valuable tool in your toolbox.